In a world filled with big sports companies and high-end production podcasts comes a group of guys who paid five bucks for this intro. Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Well, guys, welcome back to uh, another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy. We're going to be previewing the NFC home games on this episode. But before we do any of that, um, you know what? This one, this time I'm going to do it a little bit differently. I'm going to introduce myself first. Hi, everyone. I'm uh, Christian Brito. You can. Hey, Brito. That's the audience saying hi. Hi, audience. Um, you can find me at cbrito fantasy on twitter if you want to reach out to me but um let's go ahead and introduce the real you know what i can't even say that properly the the real what what are you about to say <clears throat> the real star of the show <laughs> and that's hey me again guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry all right what's up armando armando crespo with us what's up guys i apologize for any noise you hear in the background they are currently pumping the shit out of my boat. They do it twice a month, and we're recording in mobile one. So uh, if you smell something, you hear something, it's shit. Sums up our podcast. All right, so let's move on. All right. So, um, you know, before we actually get into anything, Armando, I want to start the show off with a little bit of an interesting listener voicemail that we got so let's go ahead and play that here from uh he'll say his name <laughs> hey guys trent here from indiana also known as lux good kidney from the alternative listener league thank you guys for that especially dale being the commission anyway my question to you is Today, in my 10-team PPR league, I noticed that John Brown was available as a free agent. But since it's a 10-team league, my wide receivers on the bench aren't terrible. I've got Sean Jackson and Golden Tate. So my question to you is, would you drop either of those guys for John Brown? If so, which one? Spoiler alert, I dropped Golden Tate. So what do you think of John Brown, and did I make the right decision? Thanks, guys. Whoa. That's a good question. In my opinion, you drop your kicker. <laughs> That's actually not a bad. That's not a bad strategy. No, man, it's not a bad strategy. They just announced that they're going to throw the ball a shitload to Golden Tate. At least we're crossing our fingers. That's true. But yeah, just drop your kicker for now and see if you can get some trade bait for uh, Deshaun Jackson or, you know, John Brown or something. John Brown's definitely worth an ad right now. He's getting. He's going to get all the targets this week with Stan out there. Let's assume that you can't do that and you're in a league where you can't have an illegal roster, Armando. Are you dropping in either one of these guys for for John Brown? Definitely. Um, I'm still I'm still going to drop Deshaun Jackson if I have to. Um, I definitely believe that uh, John Brown's going to get so many targets. I'm not I'm not ready to bail on Golden Tate just because they already announced they're going to target him a lot more. He has been a little banged up coming into the season, so I believe Marvin Jones is going to slow down his role a little bit, and uh, Golden Tate's going to start picking it up, and so is everyone else on that offense. What did John Brown have last week? Sixteen targets. 
And I get I get it wasn't Stanton, right? But we're looking at a season long picture. And Stanton has liked John Brown in the past too when he's come in. So for me, I am very happy if I can for some reason trade away either one of those guys for anything, even if it's a better defense, I would do it. <laughs> um, because I don't think you're gonna get anything for Golden Tate at this point. So I'm dropping Golden Tate to pick up John Brown and and I'm happy doing it. Yeah, I'm I'm a Golden Tate believer. I plan my flag on him week one or for our first podcast, he was my boy, and I still believe in him. All right. Oh, but I think you are selling high on Larry Fitzgerald and buying Michael Floyd and John Brown. I think Larry Fitzgerald's best days are behind him. All right. Let's move on to our... I don't agree, but let's move on. All right. So let's let's go ahead and actually get into our uh, NFC home games and those previews. Previews. First one we're going to cover is the Eagles and Detroit. The Eagles are coming off their bye. Carson Wentz, as you guys stated before, is going against Detroit, who are terrible against the quarterbacks. So where do you see Carson Wentz finishing this week? I have him, I believe, inside my top 10 at quarterback. So let me pull that up real quick. I have him listed as my number nine quarterback. And if I'm not mistaken, Detroit has been one of the top three in terms of fantasy points allowed. They're number two. No, that's tight ends. Hold on. Quarterbacks. They're number two in terms of fantasy points allowed to the quarterback position. And um, Carson Wentz has been nothing but great for the past four games, three games, sorry, that he's played. And um, it should be more the same. I completely agree. They are coming off on a bias. It's going to be even better. I have Carson Wentz actually ahead of Andrew Luck. So I think that's a pretty bold move in my opinion. So I think, yeah, I believe in Carson Wentz and I believe in that offense right now. I think they're just chugging along. They're making the good plays. Um, the more interesting thing to talk about, though, is the running back issue over there in Philly. Are you starting any of them? Ryan Matthews, Wendell Wood, Sproles, what's going on over there? <laughs> Wendell Wood. Let's try that again, Armando. Wonderwood. Nope, one more time. Kenyon Barner. <laughs> good one. Um, no, man, I'm not. I'm not starting any of these guys. They're all sits for me. And the matchups are great. Um, but they're, they're giving up five yards of carry, right? The Lions are. But they haven't allowed a rushing touchdown. And if I'm going to start anybody here, it would probably be maybe Scrolls, Maybe yeah, Smallwood. I re- but I, 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 I just don't I trust really, Matthews. I really like Darren Sproles a lot. Um, they have the same offense coordinator they did last from uh, San Diego they brought in this year. And he's going to play the, the Woodhead role. And I feel like Sproles is going to get so much work out of the backfield catching the ball that he's going to be a PPR beast. I, w- I'm not su- I will not be surprised if there's a repeat from last week to this week with Darren Sproles. If he gets 115 yards again, would not surprise me at all. He's way faster and way better than, than Danny Woodhead was. Yep. Okay. Um... Other the wide receivers? Are we talking about them? No. Jordan Matthews, Nelson Aguilar. I, I'm Joel starting. Matthews. I'm starting Jordan Matthews. He's a star for me this week, um, and a high end start at that. Yeah, he's top twelve for me, and uh, I do believe that someone you guys should probably go out and pick up Nelson Aguilar or Doyle Green Beckham because there are gonna be some waiver wire pickups in the next coming weeks for sure. Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> as far as the Lions are concerned, I like this other side of the ball as well. Um, Golden Tate, like we just mentioned, so probably a sit for me. Um, but how do you feel about the reports that are saying that he's going to have a quote-unquote big week? 
I believe it's going to happen. He, he's due. He gets he last year he got so many targets. There's no reason why you wouldn't have him again unless there was injury, and that's what they're that's what's coming out. So yeah, I believe that he's getting healthy and they're going to throw on the ball more. I think the Marvin Jones show is about to end. Uh, I think it's going to come down to more of a a 50-50 split between Marvin Jones and Golden Tate. I'm staying away from the running backs for sure. Zach Center and Theo Riddick don't want no part of that shit. Yeah, I have them both. Um, kind of guys that I would I would sit this week. The Eagles' defense has been pretty good, um, but I'm still starting Marvin Jones. I think. Um, I any any reason to be worried about Jones? I have no reason to be worried about him. I think. I mean, he hasn't done anything not to get more the same amount of targets he has been. Besides, they're gonna throw the ball more to Golden Tate. Huh? I think Marvin Jones is gonna be more of a wide receiver two versus a wide receiver one the rest of the way, which is what we drafted him as. Right. Right. All right. Fair enough. Hey. And Eric Ebron's injured. He's not playing. It's official. Get him out of your lineups now. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next game, um, which is the Houston Texans at the Minnesota Vikings. My question for you in this game on the Texans side of the ball is, with the Vikings defense, as good as it has been, are Hopkins and Miller still starts for you? Let's start with Miller. Um, I think it's... In my opinion, you start your studs no matter what, no matter your defense. Um, they'll get their points for sure. Somehow, some way, they'll get them. You know, DeAndre Hopkins has been a pretty big disappointment so far this season, but I still believe in him. I still believe in Lamar Miller. They're going to get their they're going to get their points. Same goes Will Fuller. Still starting if he can. I don't think you're going to have better options than those two right now on your on your offense on your team. You know, people are disappointed by Hopkins. He's averaging a little over eight targets a game. Which isn't a bad number, right? I mean, if you think about how good Marvin Jones has been, he's getting nine targets a game. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, I mean, a little over eight. It's way off from what it was in 2015 with only 12 targets a game. So he's not getting the volume. Will Fuller has emerged as somebody that, you know, rather than being helpful on the other side of the field, we Brock Osweiler doesn't seem like he can sustain to very fantasy uh, relevant wide receivers every single week. So they're kind of alternating a little bit. Fuller has been great and Hopkins, not so much. Um, Miller's still a start for me, um, but I would be hesitant to start either Will Fuller or DeAndre Hopkins with how good that Minnesota Vikings secondary has been. You're probably going to have to start Hopkins, but I would not feel comfortable about it. No, I'm not comfortable starting them, but you just have to play your studs. You don't. The, the rule is you don't bench your studs. Unless you have another stud, which you probably don't. You wasted a first-round pick on DeAndre Hopkins. You start him. Yeah, but you wasted it. Mm, fair enough. That's me. Todd Gurley. <laughs> Rest in peace, Todd Gurley. Mm, I'm not out on Todd Gurley yet completely, but he is not going to be the number one running back. Nope. All right, let's move on to the Vikings. Uh, let's start with uh, Jared McKinnon and Matt Asiata. Who are we starting? Who are we benching between the two? Come on, man. So far, so, so uh, this uh, Jared McKinnon love is um, paying off for me over Asiata. He's he's got much more carries. Clearly, been the better back over the fir- over the first two weeks, and looked pretty good last week. Um, so, my question to you is: Is McKinnon worthy of a start? Um, against this Texans defense. Yeah, I mean, he's getting the work. I mean, there's a chance he may not get in the end zone because, because of Matt Asiata, but yeah, he's getting the he's getting the receptions, he's getting the carries. He's definitely worth a start as a flex option. 
Absolutely. Matt Asiata, if you're desperate, which a lot of people are because running back's pretty thin so far. Um, yeah, you still start Matt Asiata because there's a really good chance he's going to get a touchdown this week. Are you in a hurricane? Because I thought I was the one in a hurricane. It's a fucking airplane. My walls are thin. Oh. All right. You're start. You're not going to start Sam Bradford. You're Stefan Diggs is injured. He did not practice today, so he is, there's a big question mark behind him. But you are starting the Vikings. They're the one defense that you do not bench against any matchup. They've taken down Cam Newton, Aaron Rodgers, Eli Manning. You don't bench the Vikings. Do you agree with all? No. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Let's move on to the Bengals and the Cowboys. The biggest thing to talk about over there with the Bengals is Jeremy Hill versus... Giovanni Bernard, who are you starting? Who are you benching? Um, I'm very comfortable starting um, Jeremy Hill. He's probably going to get a touchdown, and that's the thing. Like, If he gets a touchdown, you're good to go. Jer Bernard has not been a good option so far this year. Outside of one game, he's averaging under three yards a carry. Um, that one week two has kind of saved his fantasy season from being completely droppable um but hill is the much better running back right now at this point yeah i I pretty much agree with you i do think that uh giovanni bernard is a really really good buy low option right now i think his best weeks are ahead of him for sure jeremy hill has not proven to be a all down back and giovanni bernard does have that ability i think his best days are definitely ahead of him um another guy i want to ask you about is tyler eifert it came out that he wasn't going to play this week now it came out that he might play this week where are you at with that um, he, he's not going to play. He's going to, he's on the injury report with another did not practice. So expect him to be out this week. Yeah. I mean, they did release that there's a chance he will play. They want him to play. He's ready to play as far as his ankle goes. So there is a, there's a small chance, but if you have other options, I definitely agree. Go with the other options. I, I would expect the Friday report to list him as doubtful. Okay. All right, let's go to the Cowboys. You're starting Zika Elliott. Uh, the biggest question here is Des Bryant and the other wide receivers around there. Who are we starting with them? You know, Des is going to miss another week. Um, he is already being reported to very likely miss this week again. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he misses uh, a significant part of the season with this. The Cowboys tend to do this. Oh, he's going to miss this week. And they have him go week to week, but... Really, it, it tends to linger a lot longer um, with players like Des. Uh, I would feel okay with Cole Beasley, but that is a deep dive kind of very low end flex, and I think I think you have better options. I really do. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you this question: Cole Beasley or Philip Dorsett? Um, if we're talking this week or moving forward, um, as a flex option this week. I'd rather have Dorsett. There's a lot more upside there. I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've seen Prescott be okay, right? But he is, um, you know, he's not sensational. Not he's not. He's not. He's, he's not Aaron Rodgers. Thanks, Armando. <laughs> Always got to bring up Armando. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know what? I, I know Cole Beasley's a good add, a guy to have on your bench. If you're in a if you're in a pinch, I would start Cole Beasley. But outside of that, like I don't, I don't feel super comfortable with this with him this week. Um, unless you're really diving deep, I think I would rather have Dorsett, even with the lack of targets 
I just think Dorsett's a better player with a better quarterback and a better matchup. Definitely agree. There's more boom there. Um, all right, let's move on to the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. Pretty much going to be the ugliest game of the season. Um, I don't know. <laughs> if you if you have Tyrod Taylor, you're benching him. If you have LeSean McCoy, you're starting him. I think Charles Clay, in my opinion, is the most interesting guy in the Buffalo Bills offense. Um, I just feel like he's he might he has a really good chance of absorbing a lot of the, um, the receptions that Watkins was supposed to get. I know everyone's talking about Robert Woods, but I'm really high on Charles Clay personally. What do you think? I think you're high on pot news. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think this is going to be a huge shady game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, unless you're going to, I mean. Robert Woods will be one of those like 16-team PPR guys that you might consider. Outside of that, not really. I mean, he'll be ranked inside my top 50 maybe at wide receiver. But other than that, I'm probably not going to have any Bills targets. Um, I'm not starting Charles Clay, but I love LaShawn McCoy. He's just been so good the last couple weeks. Um, and I, I continue to see him as a great option. The question to me in this game is the other side of the field. What are you doing with Todd Gurley, man? Look, man, I moved him all the way down to my flex. That's where you have him as well. He hasn't been good. He's playing against the Bills. He's Todd Gurley. He's getting the carries. He's getting all the carries in the red zone, so there's a chance he'll you know, he'll get some points on the board. But don't expect what he did last year anytime soon. This is a tough game. The Bills are really good against the run. Um, and I don't think you're starting anyone else on that offense. You know, Tavon Austin could be good, could be bad. Yeah, he's a good. he might be a good flex option. You know, He might get a big gain, but that's it. You're not starting Brian Quick. You're not starting Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt sucks balls. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're starting anyone else on that offense. Todd Gurley, if you're desperate, well, you have... Hey, man. What? Kenny Britt's the best wide receiver on this team. Is he? Fantasy wide receiver on this team. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the Giants and Packers. Um, That's a bad sign for your team if Kenny Britt's the best fantasy wide receiver on your team. <laughs> At least in my opinion, he is. He was really good five, six years ago, maybe? Six, seven? Seven years ago? That one season that he tore his ACL, like very early in the season, he had like three really, After. three really big games, and that was it. His entire career. Yeah, I know. He was on my team. Yeah, I remember. Along with Jamal Charles and Peyton Manning, the years they were both out for the entire season. And he lost Jamal Charles in a keeper league. All right, so the Giants side of the ball. Rashad Jennings is making a triumphant return. Um, you're starting Eli Manning against Green Bay. Green Bay is actually really good against the run. Are you starting any of the running backs? Are you starting Darkwa Jennings or Rainey over there? Uh, no. no. I'm probably benching them all, man. Uh, I think it's one of those games where Jennings probably does start. And it's, they're going to go back to... I just have this feeling they're going to go back to that stupid committee, man. Especially with Jennings coming off of that injury. You know, oh, let's give the ball to Jennings a little bit. Then let's give it to Darkwell a little bit. Then let's give it to Rainey a little bit. And that's just going to be a mess. And Yeah. Um, I, I, I would wait. Wait a week. Just give it a week. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, this is my opinion. I said this to begin with. I believe in Bobby Rainey. I believe he's running back to own. I don't think he's going to be getting the runs, but he's going to get the receptions. He got seven receptions. Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to get the runs. The- <laughs> <laughs> Didn't eat that Chinese. Okay. He's got seven receptions last week. I believe he's just going to build on that. I think he is a running back to own. He's still available in most leagues. Pick him up if you can. He's a great flex option. Um, and then we have the receivers over there. Odell Beckham, Victor Cruz, Sterling Shepard. Let's hear about this Odell Beckham situation. Um, I think this is a game where Odell Beckham, after all the news and all the distractions, um, he's going to come out and just rock it. 
Sam Shields is going to be out for the Packers. Beckham's going to look great. Uh, who, I don't see any. Who do you have in this game? The Packers or the Giants? Uh, I, I think, considering it's at Green Bay, I still like Packers to win this game. But I wouldn't be surprised if it's a, a higher scoring game with a lot of passing. Um, and if Beckham just lights it up. Yeah, I agree with that. And then we have Will Ty as a tight end. Um, Larry Donnell is out with a, is out probably he has a concussion. Um, Eli Manning does love his tight end, so in my opinion, Will Ty is definitely a desperate if you're desperate tight end to start if you need to. Hey, speaking of tight end jokes, Ooh. I heard a I heard a joke here, um, and it was saying that Tom Brady, over the course of his career, has probably had the best tight ends of any quarterback. I mean, let's think about it, right? Right now, he has Martellus Bennett. Okay. Mm-hmm. He has Gronk. Mm-hmm. He, he had Hernandez. Yeah. Giselle. Oh, I was looking. Damn it. I was going to say that. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad joke. All right. Let's go to the Packers. You're starting Rodgers. Eddie Lacy's your biggest conundrum. What are we doing with him? Packers keep trying to give Lacey the ball. I mean, he had 17 carries in week three. He looked great. Um, Giants defense, on the other hand, has been pretty good as far as, you know, allowing very little yards per carry to the running back position. I think they're under three and a half yards per carry. Um, Let me pull that up real quick. Uh, 3.39 yards per carry allowed to running backs. So... I'm still going to start Lacey because um, I think he's an okay option, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has a rough go, you know, 20 carries for 60 yards or something like that. Yeah, I don't expect much out of Lacey. He's, I agree he's a flex option. I mean, there's that chance he'll get in the end zone, which he hasn't this season, so he, he's due. Um, and then we got Jordan Nelson. You're starting. He's a beast. I really believe that Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams are both washes. If you got him, you, if you really need to, you start him as a flex, but that's no more than that. Um, you agree with that? Um, I might start ranking Devontae Adams over Randall Cobb if he continues this way. Like, I'm kind of out on Cobb right now until he shows me that he's capable of doing it. This is a pretty good get-right kind of defense, though. So, as far as passing is concerned. So, <sighs> let's see, man. Yeah. Uh, um, Jared Cook is... They're bad against slot receivers. So, if, this is, if Randall Cobb doesn't do it in this game, he's not going to do it. I agree with that. Uh, Jared Cook is out for four to six weeks, so Richard Rodgers just get a little bump. I did like Jared Cook a lot. He didn't do much this whole far this season, but Richard Rodgers just get a little bump here. Hopefully he catches a Hail Mary for 90 yards and a touchdown again. Um, anything else you want to talk about this game? Uh, that's about it. All right. Um, let's move on to the Monday night game. Tampa Bay at Carolina. Uh, before anything else, Cam Newton is in the concussion protocol. Um, he missed practice again on Thursday by reports if he clears the concussion protocol in time he will play but man that is a very iffy situation yeah I'm staying away from it I didn't pick up Derek Anderson I'm just not gonna I'm just gonna avoid the situation completely Um, I mean I have him if he starts I think it's a great matchup Buccaneers haven't been particularly good they're terrible against pass, but I, I'm I'm getting worried about Cam Newton. He he was supposed to be great, 
and he just keeps getting hit and hit and hit. I don't know if he's going to finish the season at this rate, man. It's scary. Right. Um, now, I'm not starting any Panthers running backs. Let's let's assume... Wait. Let's do two scenarios. Let's assume Cam is in. Where are you at with Kelvin Benjamin and Greg Olson? And then assume that it's that Cam's out. Where are you at with, with those two? Um, I believe Greg Olson's still the number one tight end no matter who's quarterback Derek Anderson has shown that he can be a starting NFL quarterback and he has been okay when he's come in this season uh Calvin Benjamin I think will take a little step back I think Greg Olson will get a bigger punch forward um yeah I feel like he's probably worked Derek Anderson probably worked with the twos a little more which is Devin Funches so I feel like Devin Funches will take a little step forward just for this week um yeah I think Calvin Benjamin is still a high-end wide receiver two going forward if Cam misses any time your thoughts all right um, I'm perfectly fine with what you just said there. Perfect. Um, just except for maybe Greg Olson being number one, but I mean he's he's up there right now until Gronk, until Gronk's himself. Right. Um, he's he's a top two or three tight end every week, and you're not going to bench. You're not. Him. Yeah. You're, there's um, no other tight end you can bench. You're not going to have Greg Olson, um, and you're not going to have Gronk <clears> at the same team. So let, let's switch this up. We just saw Matt Ryan go absolutely berserk. On the on the um, Panthers, what do you see for Jameis Winston? Can he can he be back to good Jameis? No man, it's a second year slump. It's done, dude. He is he is Jekyll Hyde, bro. Like he is great, awful, awful, and then throw in a great. Like he can't make up his mind. I'm just avoiding him. I mean, NFL NFL just said drop him. I'm saying drop him. Burrito's going to say drop him. Get off his dick, guys. It's over. Season's over for him. Mike Evans, too. That being that being said, I love Mike Evans. I do, too. I did, too. I did. And I love Mike Evans this week. Like, we saw what Julio did, but let's not even get into what Julio did. If we're talking about receivers, he's, he's leading the league in this very weird stat where you combine the depth of target with the number of targets, which is the target yards stat. Um, he He's getting a ton of targets. A ton of them are deep. Like, he's been pretty good almost every week. Like, continued success for Mike Evans. That defense is not that good. That defense is a fraud defense in my oh, opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, and we saw, I mean, we saw what Matt Ryan did. And, um, I mean... I like him a lot. I'm just getting worried because of Jameis Winston. That's all. I mean, he has been. He's right. been really good, though. What are you What are you doing with Charles Sims this week? Just benching him. I, I pity the fool who has him in the roster. Poor Dale. Um, Dale. I'm talking to you, Dale. The one uh, The one thing about the Panthers' defense is they've been pretty good against the run. They're averaging uh, three and a half yards per carry to running backs, and I would be a little bit worried about Sims this week. Still, still flex play for me. So. Um, not completely out on him, but you know you're kind of hoping he gets involved in the passing game. I think. Um, where do you have Charles Sims ranked when Doug Martin comes back? Do you think he's droppable, or he's been pretty bad right now without Doug Martin? We thought he'd be a lot better. Um, man, I think that just has a lot to do with the offense as a whole, and not necessarily him. Um, I would still keep him and see how it plays out. I think this injury might linger for Martin for a little while longer. Yeah, I agree. 
I just sent uh, Brandon Marshall for Doug Martin and uh, Des Bryant. Might regret that. Probably. All right. I, Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That's up to you. Your prerogative. I don't want to give you trade advice. Give it to me. No, I don't. Listeners can give us trade advice. Can ask for trade advice on our uh, fantasy Twitter. Um, so actually, before, while we wrap up the show, I do want to give a little quick shout out to um, to fantasy loser tattoos. They've done something really cool. They they they're giving us free. There's these temporary tattoos. They last a couple weeks, I believe, um, that you can send out to the loser of your leagues. So, you know, you don't necessarily want a permanent solution to shaming your uh, your fantasy buddies. You don't want them to have a tattoo of a unicorn permanently for the rest of your life. But uh, you want to make them look bad for a while. These are the perfect solution. So you can follow them at Fantasy Loser Tat, and they're going to be giving us uh, some free supplies for our listeners. So if, you, if you're interested in that, go ahead and tweet us at EatSleepFF. Um, and uh, yeah, any other questions? Hit us up on Twitter. We'll probably be doing another Periscope this weekend before the uh, before the kickoff at one o'clock. So look out for that. Maybe twelve, twelve thirty on Twitter. Hold, hold on, I have um, a couple of questions for you before we move on. Before we end the podcast, where do you have Legarrette Blunt the rest of the season now that Tom Brady's back? Uh, a flex running back. Hmm. Okay, and Tom Brady, where do you have him ranked the rest of the season? Six or seven. Okay. Just wanted to know. Probably higher with some of the guys that have been kind of crappy, but um, he's right in that, like, uh, maybe Matt Ryan range. If you're redrafting today, is DeAndre Hopkins still a first-round wide receiver you're taking? No. All right. I think that wraps it up, guys. All right, those are some good questions, actually, Armando. I got a couple more if you want to. Nah. Yeah, let's do it. Those are pretty good. Thanks. Um, Kyle Rudolph is another guy I was wondering about. Uh, right now he's top five. Where do you have him finishing the season? Is he going to keep going or no? He's going to be a top ten tight end. Yeah. I I, I think this is going to continue. Um, it's something that I made a bet with Dale on. Um, Kyle Rudolph is going to have a good season. And He's going to be week in, week out inside my top ten. Okay. Is Kyle Rudolph or Jimmy Graham the rest of the way? Ooh. Give me Jimmy Graham. Russell Wilson's really looking for him a lot. Okay. Uh, Kyle Rudolph or Tyler Eifert the rest of the way? Kyle Rudolph. All right. I'm going to switch tight ends because I want to know what you think about Cameron Brait. Where do you have him going the rest of the way now that Austin's gone? Uh, number two tight end. I just yeah. – something's wrong with Winston. Yeah, he's been pretty good though. Um, or what about Hunter Henry now that uh, Gates is, you know, iffy again? Uh, Gates will be back at some point in the season, but while he's gone, he's a borderline number one tight end, I think. Low end. I can't put too much stock into into a rookie tight end, but um, I think he'll be a top 12 to 14 option week in, week out, depending on the matchup. Um, if you're redrafting today, are you taking Crabtree or Cooper now? Who's, who are you going to take him first? Still Cooper, but I said so many times this preseason... That gap is way too large from a, tw- a second-round pick to, like, a ninth-round pick for Crabtree. It's too big of a gap. It should, been, it should have been, like, a fourth and a sixth or something like that. Is Decker droppable? No, not yet. He'll be back. 
What about Quincy Inouye? Um, where do you have him finishing the season if Decker comes back healthy? He's the slot receiver. I think they're all going to kind of cut into each other's time a little bit more. The reason that Decker and Marshall were so valuable last year is because they're the only two guys. So split their production into three guys, and it's not a great as great of a season. But um, And Fitzpatrick hasn't been that good. So I do like Inouye, and I... I don't think Decker necessarily hurts him that much. I just think um, they're all going to eat into each other's time, and Anun will finish as a top 40-ish wide receiver. All right, rest of the way, give me one San Diego receiver. Who's going to finish on top? Rest of the way. I don't know, man. That alternates every week. Yeah, pick one. Uh, still Benjamin, probably. Okay. It's still Benjamin. And then Williams is kind of closing the gap a little bit, but I'll go Benjamin 1, Williams 2. Uh, Tevin Coleman or Devontae Freeman the rest of the way after Denver? Uh, Freeman. Where do you have him ranked the rest of the way? I, I would have Freeman as a low-end RB1 and a Coleman as a flex guy. Really? Okay. Yeah. Freeman's been so much better outside of touchdowns. And I think this is my last one with the running backs. Carlos Hyde. Where is he the rest of the way for you? He's a middle RB2 or high-end RB2. He keeps getting those touchdowns. He does. 